Pioneers. Welcome, beautiful people. We are in season two of Through the Eyes of Women, Upcoming Mothers, and it has been so good. Um, we had Janice first, and today we have Courtney. Hello. <laughs> about yourself? Um, I am Courtney McLean. I'm 23. I am engaged to be married. I am a soon-to-be teacher. Um on the job hunt right now and i yeah i love kids i love life and most importantly i'm a child of god so mark that one down but yeah life's pretty good over here <laughs> all righty first question are you expecting a child or do you want one in the future oh i definitely want children multiple in the future <laughs> i've always wanted a big family um with lots of kids and I've prayed for it and I'm excited for it. So yes. Do you think but you're not expecting? Oh, not expecting, sadly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do you think you're ready to be a mom? Um yeah, I think I think that God gives me a lot of glimpses of motherhood right now. Yeah. Um but it's also in his timing when like I will become like the mother to a child, like yeah. a soul mother and and that's that's not the time right now. So I would imagine there's reasons why. <laughs> but um, I definitely do uh, do do things to prepare myself for when that day is. Yeah. What are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to motherhood? Uh, ready and pre prepared for. Um, you know, I think motherhood's been something that um, before I even knew what like dreams and visions were mm -hmm. in the spiritual sense, um, I know I've had them and yeah. especially about being a mom. And so from the time I was probably like six years old, I would have, um, dreams about me just holding babies in, yeah. in a South American country. And so what I interpret that as a kid was like, mom, I'm going to be a teacher in South America. <laughs> I'm going to be a teacher in South America. And then um, I actually grew up neighbors to a family who had 15 kids. And oh that's God. when I was like, I'm going to have 15 kids of my own because <laughs> I loved how big their family was. And I thought it was just uh, amazing. And so then I was like, I'm going to own an orphanage in South America. Um, and so that's been something that before I knew Christ, like that has been a dream in my heart is to teach and to be a mom. Yeah. And so, um, I think there's a natural ability in me that's yeah, very like much always so. just desired it. And so I've naturally mm -hmm. sought out opportunities to kind of grow in that. Um, yeah. like the joke of the town is like, I'm everyone's babysitter, but you really <laughs> are. Kind of true. <laughs> um, I do watch kids multiple times a week and, um, I mean, I don't think there's a week that goes by that I don't watch someone's kids. And so, yeah. I think that's a great way to prepare is to just surround yourself with kids. And, um, and I know what a two-year-old, like what's age appropriate for a two-year-old. I know what's yeah. age appropriate for a 13-year-old um, yeah. and so on. And so I do think there's just an exposure knowledge that I have at this point of like, I've seen a lot and I know different aspects and um, yeah. in different classes I've taken in college that have been very helpful to to how I want to parent kids and yeah. and I love being in different people's homes because I see how they parent and I go oh 
I love that. I'm taking that, you know, like, Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm putting that in my pocket. Like that's so good. Um, or the opposite where I'm like, Oh, that doesn't really gel with me. So like, yeah. you know, I want to make sure that what I speak over kids is, is life and, and is building them up. Um, yeah. So prepared that way. And then, um, since coming to Christ, it's something that I pray about daily. Yeah. Um, and so I just pray into it and, um, God's so generous because like he gives us visions, he gives us dreams, he gives us scriptures to hang on to. Um, and so there's been a lot of different seasons and different dreams that have happened throughout those that are to me really like foundational in my preparation to be a mom. And so I always am looking for those and writing them down when I get them. Um, yeah, but for the most part, I think it's, it's who we were created to be. So like God created man and woman and he said, be fruitful and multiply the earth. And so like, it's something that is in our creation to be. And that's not saying everyone has to be a mom or a father. Like, um, don't take it that way, but that is a desire in a lot of people. And it's how it's who we were created to be. And so women were created to bear fruit and multiply this earth and have dominion. Um, really just filling my heart and my mind with scripture yeah, and asking God what his vision of motherhood is. Um, because that's kind of, you know, I could go a lot of different places and look to a lot of different things, but you know, we want to know how to mother, yeah. we have a great nurture in the Holy spirit. And so that's something that I also rely on pretty heavily too. And then what are you unprepared for? Oh gosh. Yeah. Unprepared for, um, I, I have never been a logistical person and praise God. He paired me with someone who is so logistical, um, because I am (laughs) seeing, seeing that, but you know, motherhood takes a lot of planning. Yeah. It takes a lot of decision-making. And so like, I think there's just some financial responsibility that I have to learn. There's um, time commitments that I think I could grow in. Um, I begin to pour into another human as like a mother's role, which is so intense. And so, um, yeah, those are a couple areas that I just, I think I could really use some hammering out before, before I have kids in. Is your mom in your life? And how do you think that will affect your motherhood? Yeah, my mom is in my life and um that's kind of a cool face story is my mom is an awesome awesome lady um mm-hmm. but growing up or I shouldn't say growing up in high school I went to the wild side and my mom yeah. just headbutted so much and um and I really hurt her and she really hurt me and so um, there was this time where we did not see eye to eye. Yeah. Like, and, and it was hurtful. And like, I was in a rebellious stage. So like, I didn't care. And yeah. then I came to Christ and, and I was just like, I came to Christ. I'm good. I want my relationship with my mom to be good. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah. And that I do remember praying a prayer of like, how can I be a mom if, like I don't even have a relationship with my own mom. Um, and so, you know, that's a pretty, 
bold prayer whether I did or not but it definitely was like great like we're gonna work this out then um and so that kind of went down a path of a I had a lot to forgive um and we I felt like I had been really wronged yeah so I was waiting for an apology like Mm -hmm. I was just waiting I was like this isn't, I don't need to apologize. Like, I don't need to do this. I'm not in the wrong. And the Lord really softened my heart and was like, yeah. but how you're treating your mom mm. is sinful and it is dishonoring. And so you do need to apologize for that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and so I'd come to terms with it. And yet still in my head, I was like, I'm going to do this. And then she's going to say, I'm so sorry. I forgive you. And then a great relationship's going to come. Yeah. And so I did, I apologized. Um, I said, I'm sorry for how I've been treating you. And then I expected this big apology and she just said, thanks. And I mm-hmm. was devastated. Like that yeah. hurt me so much more, mm-hmm. but it also freed me so much because I was like, you know what? Yeah. We can't control other people. We can't. Mm-hmm. And, and in that, um, my mom now has a really strong relationship with Christ and it yeah. was a redemptive story, but it didn't Ooh. happen the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but, but it was, um, let me, there was a lot of harboring of unforgiveness that yeah. was going on in my heart and God released me from that. And yeah. what a blessing. Like we don't, the other person doesn't release us from that. You yeah. know, that's Christ releasing. Um, and we don't need to wait on them to to embrace that freedom but it was (laughs) very hard in the moment Um, but now i'm like four years removed we we have a great relationship i actually student teach at the school she's in she is so kind her um walk with god has tremendously grown and so now we share that same heart and Mm. about that and you know i wouldn't say up until high school we had any problems she was an awesome mom she was fun she was um kind there just was a lack of our family didn't talk about emotions and so Mm. at some point emotions do (laughs) you can't shove them for forever (laughs) yeah i wish i could i just Mm -hmm. can't and so (laughs) um i think that's kind of where that came to and and so it's a great looking back on it. It's like, man, there's so much I'm going to take from my mom and how she raised us. There's so much. Yeah. And then there's other things that I'm going to say, okay, like I'm going to learn how yeah. to deal, deal and process emotions. Yeah. Kids can learn that too. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I trust and believe that they're going to learn that from their grandma too, just because, yeah. you know, God's always working on us and yeah. So, so it's kind of, it's been in all the places and now it's so healthy with my relationship with her. It's given me such a piece too of like, yeah, yeah, there's a, you know, there's a heavenly order to everything. And I think I'm just seeing that heavenly order with my mom in me. And yeah. so that makes me so excited for, to establish that with my kids yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, trusting that, that God is, God is, and there might be rocky times and, mm-hmm. and that he's, he's an overcomer 
and that that's not a point to give up and walk away, but, but we like press in even harder into Mm -hmm. those times. So, yeah. Could you be a mother to someone else's child? Yes. And it is a dream of mine. (laughs) You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, that one is, I have always, not always, but um, since I came to Christ, so like 18, I've always prayed like, God, fill my home with many rooms yeah build me a house with many rooms and fill every room with many kids and that um prayer kind of comes from father's house or many rooms if it were not so i would have told you i'm going there to prepare a place for you so that when i come back i can take you to be with me and i just got a dream one day of the father's house and all the rooms in the house and for as many kids as there are there's a room house yeah um and so my like burns to have like this big house that like and and there's not a number there's not like it might look different in different seasons but a kid comes to the house and like in there is a room for them and there's shelter and there's food and and I think um I might not be mother mother to those kids but um a stopping place or a connecting place and and that that would bring me a lot of joy to do because um yeah and I think as a teacher you get to I spend eight hours a day with 20 kids for a whole year yeah so they become my babies (laughs) I love them I know them I (laughs) I see how they play I see how they cry I see how they learn um and so and there's there's just like a heart that that I have for kids that aren't my own and um yeah and so I love that and I think I've always yeah. really been interested in the foster care system and and I hope to someday be be a, in that system yeah. and kind of a, mm-hmm. a change maker for some of the yeah. patterns and habits that unfortunately take for those kids and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So whatever it can look so different and I think it will look different in different seasons, but, yeah. um, I do, I do hope that I get to mother kids that aren't my own. And yeah. I really do hope I get to play a role in finding kids their home. Yeah. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I do think, you know, God is not, he, he doesn't, he doesn't abandon kids. Yeah. Adoption like some isn't his design his design was yeah. you know mother and father yeah and who love their baby but like we live in this world that needs a foster care yeah and you know we can't we uh, yeah that's just my heart and people have different hearts and so that's somewhere where where i want god to intervene and mm-hmm. just show us a better way to do it like mm-hmm. yeah god like we're seeing more hurt kids than we are mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. held but you yeah. told us to love the orphans and the widows yeah. so teach me a better way and yeah. 
and I'm excited for what he does because, you know, I also think of that verse, like more than anything you can ask or imagine. And so mm-hmm. Tyler and I, we, we pray the impossible prayer where we're like, okay, I don't know what to ask, but I'm asking yeah. the impossible prayer. Like I can't even ask what mm-hmm. I'm asking. Yeah. but like mm. i'm asking that impossible prayer yeah. um and so tyler also shares a similar heart in that where um yeah because i'm like do we move to south africa tomorrow and build it <laughs> like no that's, that's what we're doing and i'm like okay sure and so but he's like hey we can come in and and what if there's He's like, you know, I know steer people who want to adopt and like mm. we have a weird connection with an adoption agency. Like, yeah. you know, God didn't put us in the middle yeah. for no reason. So like, what do we do in that middle? Mm. And, um, and so that's kind of where we've been praying of like, we're not gonna tell God where we're just gonna yeah. ask, like, it's that whole ch- mind shift of like, I don't want to just keep asking God, come here come to me, be with me. But it's like, God, what are you already doing? Mm. And we're going to join you. Like, what are you already doing today? You're moving. I know you are. So like, I'm going to come up and I'm going to join you because I want to be doing what you're doing. Um, And, and so that's been fun to kind of just dream and pray about um, with what, what you know it's different when you're married to than when you're single for you know yeah. like in this preparation thing mm-hmm. like we're getting engaged and yeah. we'll soon be married so it's like that kind of exciting shift of like okay what are yeah. we what's it gonna look like when when we really are that team that we're yeah. like preparing mm-hmm. for yeah yeah um how many kids do you want oh i I don't I told myself I wouldn't put a number on it but I would love to have like eight for sure <laughs> you know I don't know you, no, yeah, you. I would have as many as the Lord blesses me with um Kyler's helped me see like you know like we can like healthily take care of yeah. I'm like yeah. yeah my heart is like open the doors and send them in and and there's you know, we want to be a healthy unit to care yeah. them. So, so I think I'm, I'm trying to shift my mind, but yeah, but as many as the Lord gives us, I'll have. <laughs> <laughs> How would you handle the death, miscarriage, stillbirth, sis, et cetera, of your child? Mm. Man, that's, I, I weep every time I hear about that. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. Um, yeah, that's a death. And yeah. And God says there's a time for mourning and there's a time for dancing. And so that is a time for mourning. Yeah. And, and I, I don't, yeah. How would I handle it? I'm not sure, but I think of Hannah in the Bible yeah she's weeping and weeping Mm -hmm. for you know not maybe necessarily a loss but but yet at the same time she it was like she knew there was supposed to be a baby in her arms and there wasn't Mm -hmm. and there wasn't and there wasn't and there wasn't and yeah that just like longing yeah i think um you know i've watched some dear friends and Mm -hmm. and i've just 
watching them, there's it's it's painful. It's horrible. Yeah. But there's this you see like a different face of God yeah. in those times. Like you do. There's and, and God says that in scripture, like he is near to the brokenhearted. Yeah. And there's I think I think when families go through that, there's a different face of God they get to see. Yeah. And as painful as it is, it's just people who don't go through that might not know that side of Jesus on earth. Mm. And and it doesn't make it good or something I desire, but it does. You know, I would think that's the comfort you would have to find and cling to of like, I'm seeing God, just the nearness of him and the closeness and and the intimacy in him you would find. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, this was a dream I had, but there's a lot of women who or like I was, I'm a teacher, so I had to get the yeah. thing to go back to school. And I had women come up to me and say, don't, don't get it. You're going to like, you'll be, oh, what's it when you can't have children? Barren. Barren. And yeah. I was like, oh, geez. And Jesus, like, I didn't, I hadn't yeah. thought of that. And I was like, and then I, you know, start like thinking about it. I'm like, oh God, like Jesus, like I have, I've seen it. Like what? Yeah. And he gave me this dream of like, um this woman and i was laying there and this woman coming up to me and with a syringe and i was like no and i see my stomach just turn black yeah i was like Mm. and you know like the life is like being sucked down no and then like this like it felt like you know the mama bear is like turns and looks at her and i'm like God is the creator of life and the giver of life. Mm-hmm. Like he is in control. And like, yeah. as I'm speaking that, like my stomach, like starts to like the blackness is going yeah. and like lights coming back. And, and so like, and I was like restored. And so God just kind of planted that truth inside of me of like, yeah. he is the giver of life and he is the creator of life. And so like, he did not design death like sin is and he did not design stillborn and sits and miscarriages but but he he's with us and so like I don't know that just gave me such a piece of like he really is in control of our families and I think just again like that not understanding how I can give it to him but that just my spirit does because of you know, a deeper understanding I don't even have words for. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of what I would rely on too, is just, God, you're the giver and you're the creator of life. And so like, this is, this is yours. And yeah. yeah. So um, I guess that's towards like, if I wasn't able to have children, mm-hmm. but they're all kind of feel a bit in the same realm mm-hmm. of like that loss of a child. Yeah. yeah. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? Break or bring? Break. 
spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Oh, break. Yeah, I want to break. Um, um, like alcohol and drug abuse is yeah. high in both sides of Kyler and I's family. And, yeah. and I want my kids to to live free from that. Yeah. Um, I want sports was another thing that was our identity for both of us. Yeah. And and I want them to to know their identity is in Christ and yeah. not in athletic performance. Yeah. Um and then yeah, just a uh, communication. Yeah. Um on my side it's lack of communication. On Kyler's side, it's blood in communication. Yeah. And yeah. so I really want we both want to model and instill in our kids um just a biblical way to feel emotion process emotion and move yeah you know like not from it but move move with it you know because i think we can either like freeze us where we're at move us to somewhere we shouldn't be yeah or you know yeah kind of those two things and so Mm -hmm. like what's to feel it but not let it go and how they go so those are three I think big ones that we just have seen prevalent in both of our lives so we want to make sure that it's it's not happening in our yeah what traditions do you want to start um we we actually kind of talked about this the other day we want to teach our kids um how to spiritual warfare from a young Mm -hmm. age yeah um we, we want we want to give them an understanding of it and, 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 you know, to know their authority because there is no dear yeah. Holy spirit. And so it's not like, all right, son, you're 18. Welcome to the real yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I think sometimes that's how it feels for us as we're mm-hmm. like, Oh wait. Yeah. You've been telling me about Jesus since I was five, but not that like the devil's out to get me right now. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> And so we want to teach them how to spiritual warfare from, from the beginning. Um, And then we want, we want to teach them their identity in Christ. Yeah. So they know, they know that they know that they know who they are in Christ and who Christ is. Um, And I, you know, something that I, I would love for them to be able to read scripture and be like, Oh, like that's characteristic of God. Oh, God's yeah. saying this about me. Yeah. Um, because memorization is so great and God is faithful to use it. But yeah. um, as a teacher, I'm like, great, you memorized it, but you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so like as a mom, you know, I want them to like comprehend what yeah. that scripture is saying. And, and sometimes I think it's quality over quantity yeah um and so you know there's there's a lot of wisdom in like taking your time Mm -hmm. scripture and to understand it and to connect it to your life to the world like yeah 
wait, like, how do I plant the seed in my heart? And so teaching them how to do that. And then the last one is I want to instill joy in my kids. I, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's a strong pillar in my life. And I want to instill that in them. I've always just been like, God, I want kids who laugh and laugh and laugh and who love each other as siblings and who just can find the joy in life. Um, I think that's a weapon and the enemy hates it and yeah. he wants to steal it, especially, especially, um, I, I you know, I, I teach, I'm in a first grade class and, yeah. and there's times I'm just like, Oh, you're six. Like you're six. Yeah. Like you yeah. live in this, like, you know, your, your mind yeah. works differently at six than it does as we get older, but yeah. like you've already stepped out of that. Um, so young. And so I just want to teach them to, you know, hold on to their childhood and yeah. to love it and to, to be six. Cause yeah. God didn't call you to be 10 when you were six. Yeah. <laughs> called you yeah. to be six. And so I think that's something is just joy and in with that contentment. Yeah. But yeah, those are some, a few things I could I could go on for hours I think of what <laughs> I want to instill in them but a, a couple just solid yeah. foundations what do you have to say to other mothers oh I love watching other mothers yeah like just love their children yeah it is such it's like watching just people you know like when you I don't know I think of soccer because that was like my yeah. dream was being a pro soccer player as a kid like mm-hmm. and Mia Hamm who was like she just that was her arena she yeah. was so good and she just was like amazing and and I think that with families too of like your kid whether you know adopted whether foster whether your own like it was like God created them yeah you, like you they just communicate they understand they yeah can instill values like no one else can and so I think it is so fun to watch mothers just like dominating in their arena and there's so many strong moms in Spokane yeah there's like some Katie Rifkin's a a great one where like um you know I got the privilege of like watching her kids from uh, since Silas was like six months old and the things that, you know, you don't know what your six-month-old baby is going to yeah. be like when they're four. But when yeah. at six months, I'm like, oh, like you knew, you know, and like you don't yeah. know the Holy Spirit just equips you. But it's like, wow, like if I would have came in, I would have done something totally different. But because yeah. like you're his mom, like you just knew. And so yeah. I think it's so fun to watch moms parent and love their kids and laugh yeah. with their kids. And it's really special. What do you have to say to other upcoming mothers? Upcoming mothers? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'd be like, hey, we're riding in the same boat. <laughs> like, we're doing this together. But um, I think, I would think, like, there's um, some wisdom to, like, planting seeds now. Yeah. Mm. Um, planting seeds of generosity to other mothers mm-hmm. who are worn out and tired. And, mm-hmm. and I think as, as women, like if we lift that load a little bit, you know, God is so, and it's not like plant this seed, get that fruit. 
but yeah. it's just changing our heart, heart posture to, mm-hmm. to loving others and just so generous. And so like, you know, where we do plant seeds, like that is where a harvest grows. Yeah. So like, I don't know, look for opportunities to lift the arms of mothers who are in it right now you know, go talk to some grandmas because yeah. oh, nothing is better than talking to a grandma about yeah. raising their kids. Like they, they, that is some wisdom that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like they just, it's a whole different take on life and it's so good to hear. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like looking for ways to, to encourage, to give generously, yeah. to just fold some laundry for someone, you know, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of ways and then just yeah delighting and where you're at too of like I can imagine the pain that a lot of women go through of of that barren season yeah. um, and and so yeah I would say don't don't walk through that alone like lean on your sisters and and the ones that are already there the ones that have done it long yeah. before us and then the ones who are beside you waiting for mm-hmm. it as well and then last two questions what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers Ooh, this generation of women and mothers um this verse i read the other day and it was that uh, it's psalm 127 um three and it says children are a heritage from the lord offspring a reward from him, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, are children born in one's youth. Like children are a heritage from the Lord, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, that is children born in one's youth. Um, And so, yeah, like we get to just, children are incredible gift from God and they're his heritage. They are bearing the image of Christ. Um, in such a innocent and pure form. <laughs> yeah. Not that adults aren't, but like there's something so special about a child's laugh and yeah. child's smile. Um, and so women to this generation, I would just encourage us to to like mother mother the children that are in our arena, that are in yeah. our like, mm-hmm. you know, hands like where we can reach because mm-hmm. um that is your nature. That's who you were created to be. Um, and God is like, we're stepping into, I don't know what we're stepping into, but oh, I think right. the spiritual warfare only gets more intense Yeah, every day. And so yeah. it's like, we just stand firm in the faith. We put on the whole armor of God. Like we protect those children with all that we got. Yeah. Because like they are heritage from the Lord and they're like arrows in the hands of a warrior. And so, um, yeah, I would just encourage them to, to just learn and believe that they are mothers, whether you have children or not. And that God is, God is using us and we're his vessels Mm -hmm. and hands and feet on this earth. And so, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, Mm -hmm. but it just fires me up <laughs> thinking about like what's to come and, yeah. and all the women in this world. Cause we have yeah. such strong voices and God yeah. is, I think more so equipping women to yeah. use their voice, to yeah. use their giftings. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not a, 
women step up so men step down like it is yeah. just mm. a both yeah. stepping into their um calling and their identity mm-hmm. because like we are created like male and female so like mm-hmm. males they're stepping more into their identity and their calling yeah. and into their yeah. into ours and so it's just like the power i think god's going to restore from just an understanding of like this yeah. is what a woman is this is what we were created for is going to be so incredible because yeah. it's like once you it's like okay i can run and so i just yeah. there's a lot like mm-hmm. to looking into like god what what did you mean when you said this and yeah. <laughs> how do i do that and god's like bet here we go <laughs> i'm ready for it so yeah i don't know encouragement is love the children around you. And then last question, what do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Oh, men and fathers. Oh, yeah. There's, um, yeah, I think I was challenged with this question the other day of like, and it was more framed in the sense of a marriage, but yeah, um, they're like, how many, not good. How many great marriages can you can you see? Can you go and, and talk to them and have a conversation with these people who have a great marriage? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, geez. Yeah. Like, not many. Mm-hmm. Like a great marriage. Like, you know, when you think mm-hmm. of like, this is, they're doing it. They're doing what Christ mm-hmm. created this unity for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, mm. I just think a little bit transformed to men and fatherhood of like how many you look around and you say like how many are not good, but great. Yeah. And Mm. and not in the worldly sense, but in in the walking and what God has called them to. Um, Mm. And, and there's not as many as there will be. Yeah. I believe that like God is, God is renewing us and he's restoring us, but, um, you know, we're as women, like we want to be led and we want, yeah. we want men to, to do what men are supposed to do so we can do what we're mm-hmm. supposed to do and, mm-hmm. and to lighten that load of, of single moms and working moms, not that yeah. moms can't work, but, um, carrying every, every yeah. hat. And so mm-hmm. I think we see that so much in the poverty in um united states and you know in the school Mm -hmm. i see it in the school system where i'm like and it's devastating it's just like man like this little girl comes up to me and she's like my daddy left me he left me and and i just was like oh like this is the childhood wound yeah that we see Mm-hmm. And a twenty-four-year-old woman lost. Yeah, yep. like that, yep. that's the mm-hmm. they see. And and like you know, and praise God that I got to intervene. And I pray that it doesn't become that wound. But it's just like no, like you were created to love. Yeah. You were yeah. created to love. You were mm-hmm. created for the role of fatherhood. Like you're not inadequate. You're not you're not missing the mark like you are exactly who was chosen to raise this child to speak wisdom into and no it doesn't look like him but god didn't say it would you are her father and like you are to raise her and to love her and to teach her in the ways of scripture you know discipline her in a loving way and um and so like i just can't wait to see 
you know, a generation of kids who have a steadfast, strong, and loving father. Because I think that is what our kids need right now. And I think that is what God is is shifting a lot in the hearts of fathers right now. So that's kind of what I would say to men is like, you are the man for the job. Like you Um, are it. You're not a backup. You're not an accident. Like you are the one. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, pioneers and beautiful people with that, that concludes this episode. Be sure to be back for the next episode. Go like, follow, share, go to the Patreon, the website, all of that good jazz. Be sure to let everyone know how you felt about this episode. And with that, bye pioneers, bye beautiful people.